Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You're very welcome to another episode of the Scaling Your Business podcast. For this episode, we're going to the other side of the Atlantic Ocean, all the way to New York, to be joined by Arj- Arjan Raya. Did I pronounce that correct? Arjun Rai, like uh, Argentina without the Tina. And by the way, like for, for, for your viewers who are watching the, or if, if you're going to put this on video, um, I love how you're holding it up, the, the mic itself. It feels <laughs> like the Elvis Presley, and we're going to be talking about marketing, uh, and you know, but you're going to be like like the concert goer right there, like the, the famous musician. <laughs> yeah, I, the reason why I did it is because this table, I have a tendency to tap a lot, so I hold it so my hand can't tap on the table. Well, let's let's jump straight into this. CEO at HelloWoofy.com. Yep. I'd like to start dial the clock back a, a, a little bit to when you were growing up in New Jersey. Yeah. Any favorite <laughs> standout memories, hobbies of your time growing up, like think teenage years. Yeah, it was definitely, I mean, the, the story of my life has been uh, growth hacking, working the room. Now it's obviously working the virtual room, um, networking your way through. I mean, I remember uh, there was something called back in the day, uh, Google phone book. And uh, I don't know if you remember this was over 10 years ago, but Google phone book would basically allow you to find, you know, phone numbers. It was like the white pages, right? The, of the yellow pages to find people's, you know, addresses and their phone numbers. So what I did was I literally took two different things. One is Google phone book. One is um, uh, the Forbes 400 uh, list of billionaires. And I was like, I can find their contact information and call them up. And I actually spoke to a couple of them or they're the people who work for them or even a couple of the housemates <laughs> were at their house and they're like, who are you from high school calling, uh, you know, my boss, who's a multi-billionaire, you know, person. Um, and so that's been a story of my life. And that actually, that just, that early mindset helped me raise capital for, you know, the last company I did, the current company that we're built, building, which is Hello Woofy. And we've just been able to find, you know, networking has, you know, networking is a people business. Um, and so if I hadn't started early and I hadn't figured out what to say, what not to say and how not to say it or how to say it and how to present yourself, it would have been a very long MBA. Um, and I wouldn't at 30, I wouldn't have been able to raise millions of dollars in capital um, to to kind of see my dreams and, and the vision really come to fruition. So thank God that was an early influence on networking and uh, learning from my, uh, you know, learning from what worked and what didn't work. What you, you, you mentioned networking. You said you've been doing it for a long time now. Um, I'm kind of curious to delve a little bit deeper. I'll share an example of how networking has helped me. And then if you can share one or two examples to encourage those who just don't do it enough to perhaps do more of it. Um, sure. yeah. For me, it's helped me to do two things. One, build deeper relationships with, mm. for example, guests that have on my podcast. I can go back to them four or five months later and ask them for referrals, which is essentially a key to open mm. another door. So it's allowed mm-hmm. me one to build deeper relationships with them. If they're on my ideal clients, that's great, but also to open up other doors where I wouldn't necessarily have opened them. I'll give you a quick yep. example. Last week I was looking, looking to get the hold of one particular sponsorship manager and I had tried and tried and tried phone email couldn't get hold of this particular person i saw we had a mutual connection of a previous guest i've kept in contact with i asked this guest how well he knew her he knew her very well he introduced us and she responded like that to me because of the introduction that he had given so it's helped me to build deeper relationships and open more doors for yeah. you how's it helped you 
networking has all been always been about about showing up and and providing value <clears throat> or just being in the midst of of giants right being a part of their conversation so for example i was at columbia university this was about eight years ago give or take um seven years ago and uh, i was at a, a marketing conference and i was you know in the uh, just sitting at the, at the round table you know with a couple of speakers mm. that's the other thing you have to speak you have to sit with speakers even if you're not allowed go into the speaker lounge anyways go into the vip section anyways um and network and just sit there and be quiet and add value um and because just it's just a trick it worked for me all the time and and uh, so i was sitting there and one of the guys that came next to me sat, sat next to me turned out to be one of my mentors soon to be mentor and a really good friend of mark cuban um and uh and he ended up investing in the, in the last company he ended up introducing me to mark cuban who obviously if you don't know who mark cuban is he's a he's an investor he's a billionaire investor on shark tank um very successful tech entrepreneur and uh he ended up walking by my booth a year later at in California, in San Francisco, and saying, "Oh, you're the kid that Ian was talking about. Show me your product. Show me." And I am literally, I'm, there's a photo of me on Instagram, my Instagram page. I'm sitting, standing there, shivering, shaking. That Mark Cuban is standing, he's like eight feet tall, yeah. I'm five seven, and he is actually spending time, like at least ten minutes, with me and showing, as I'm showing him this new uh, software that I uh, that I built uh, for for project managers to create, you know, be visual with their. Uh, collaboration efforts and 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 so little things like that you never know where you can find people and who you're going to meet who they're going to introduce you to i always like to say if you're going to do anything whether it's for dating purposes or business purposes or personal whatever always have centers of conversation now center of conversation could be as simple as what you are doing so if i'm at a conference i'm speaking i'm speaking uh, at a conference in december in austin actually with neil patel and damon johns another shark tank investor and that itself is a center of conversation. Obviously, I am literally in the center of having a conversation about marketing and raising capital and things of that nature. But if you're in the audience, I used to put on LED shoes, <laughs> um, and I would actually have, as you can see on the on 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 my shirt right now, it has the logo mm -hmm. of what I'm representing. Now I've logo logified everything on me. I have, my scooter has logos on it. My shirt has it. My hat has it. So then people will ask you, okay, what are you, what is it about that you're, you know, what is Hello Wolfy about? Because most 99% of the founders who are in that room, they look really nice with their shirt on, with their blazers on and has no logos, no branding. And I, the most you're going to get is a, is a Ralph Lauren logo on that. And they're not building Ralph Lauren, they're building a startup. So just those little centers of conversation matter so much. And mm. just positioning yourself at an event or even in, in on Zoom calls, speaking up even before you're supposed to speak up or in speaking up first when you're supposed to speak up it just changes the game because then people recognize you especially have your camera up all the time in fact we found in our sales calls when uh, um, we have our camera on people are, uh, are more likely to close because they can have that relationship the one-on-one -on -one relationship with the person versus just you know doing a sales call with just just the the logo or whatever you have on you as an avatar um we we consistently see the conversation is better it's more meaningful people are willing to open up more and uh and they end up buying i'm wildly impressed by how networking has given you yeah. the ability to tap into these different relationships and you just yeah. said you're sharing a stage with 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 two, with two giants in december as well oh yeah i'm pitching myself every day all the way up to the to conference i haven't even bought my tickets yet i'm like i have to do that but i've been pinching myself we were supposed to have it in august uh i got postponed because of the, the current situation in new york and uh and uh, uh yeah it's just it's, it's such a such an honor but the the way that worked out is because 
I'll tell you the story behind that. So Please. August of 2019, we were at, called in to uh, do an audition for a TV show called Meet the Drapers. Now, Meet the Drapers is founded by a billionaire, Tim Draper, and they had a collaboration they still do with Republic, which is an equity crowdfunding campaign. We've done two campaigns on there. Now we're running a, an equity crowdfunding campaign on WeFunder. And the premise behind the show was that, you know, you can come on, pitch the company, pitch your idea, tell us, tell us, tell the audience a little bit about your background, almost like a Shark Tank approach. And, uh, and, and then they'll then say, okay, if you want to invest on the, on when we were like televised across the world, you can go to republic.co slash hello woofy to invest as low as a hundred dollars. Now it's wefunder.com slash hello woofy. So we originally got <laughs> rejected and uh and and it was i was uh, it was a couple of days after that i was you know my dad called me up and said hey your mom's been taken to the hospital you need to come immediately um few you know a few days later she ended up passing away but i had an email in my inbox just you know leading up to that that said hey we have a couple of extra spots can you fly out to california because we like you can you we want you to be on the tv show and I said, yes, we went to the TV show. The TV show had a collaboration and Republic had a collaboration with an organization called Angels and Entrepreneurs. Now, Angels and Entrepreneurs, they have like, you know, they have a couple of spokespeople that, you know, endorse other deals and, you know, ask founders about what their vision is, et cetera. So Neil Patel happened to be one of those endorsers and a founding endorser, I believe. And that relationship led to major, you know, promotions of the two Republic campaigns, um, uh, another promotion for the last WeFunder campaign we did so our customers could invest in the company and own a, own a piece of it. And that relation then turned into, hey, Arjun, can you speak um, on how you've turned equity crowdfunding into a part of your business model? And I was like, yeah, absolutely, because it's the most unique thing I've heard. I haven't heard any other founders say equity crowdfunding, letting your, your customers invest in the company, giving them a promise to shares as a part of a business model. And the premise is very simple. Our lifetime value used to be $500, so a lot higher now. But just for numbers sake, if it's $500 and a customer, let's say, Rian, you put in $100 because you love us. Mm -hmm. um, my lifetime value on Rian is all of a sudden 20% higher. I don't know anything else that a founder can do, a marketing team can do, a sales team can do, maybe except for send flowers um, like Zappos. Uh, that will increase a lifetime value of a customer, a SaaS customer at 20%. Because now it's, it's a customer that's paying you. Now it's a customer that owns, has a promise to shares in the company and wants to route you all the way up to the, you know, your major, major breakthrough down the road. Um, and that's how that happened. And that was a two years, that was a year and a half in the making, that relationship just showing up and uh, despite the rejection, then getting accepted, just showing up. I do want to chat more about your current business, Hello Wolfie, but I'd like to rewind to 2012, founder at Fuelbright. Um, some of your interviews and content were published in Yahoo and Entrepreneur.com, reading from my screen. The question I have around this is because it was one of your first startups, if not your first, particularly on LinkedIn, it was named your first. Any key lessons that you learned that when you look back, you're <clears throat> glad you learned them before starting your current venture, HelloWolfie.com? And if so, what are they? Yeah, I was trying to figure out ways to make money and just pay the bills while before moving to New York and after moving to New York. And Fieldwright was essentially my personal project that, um, for lack of a better term, was kind of like an agency, a freelance gig that where I was able to manage social media, blog content, all the, all the, all the stuff that we're now automating through Hello Wolfie. We, we, I was doing manually back then just to pay the bills. And so we had musicians as clients, we had startups as clients. And 
Um, and one of my clients was a company called Orgain, which is now blown up in a, in a very good way uh, in, in, in Whole Foods, uh, the protein protein company, Andrew Abraham. So it's like little things like that. I just put myself out and I started reaching out to you know people and I reached out to actually Andrew himself. And I was like, hey, um, can, I, can I help you in any way, you know, in terms of your marketing? And uh, he ended up sponsoring one of my... Um, one of my events as well and it just little things like that i just reached out reached out reached out even though i got rejected many times i just kept reaching out and that helped me build a, a, a collab you know a relationship with many of these people who end up helping me down the road so and then so that was on the personal side as well as professional but then on the business side managing social managing content for so many people eventually that's what led to me starting hello woofy which is supporting the underdog with smart marketing as soon as you come into our platform you just start typing it automatically completes the sentences for you gives you perfect hashtags the perfect words and perfect emojis which we just received a patent by the u.s government around that capability cool. and so one thing led to the other and like not only did that grow personally as well as spiritually but then from a business standpoint i came with an idea that is doing 25,000, we'll probably do 30,000, give or take, no guarantees this month uh, in revenue in, in, in uh, $25,000 in, in, in US dollars. So we, we have a business here at scaling. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you just touched on it with mentioning the patent, but I, I, I don't want to give the 60 second commercial because you'll do a much better job. <laughs> so the mic is yours. <clears throat> the, the patent is essentially around the ability to map out what we call multiple languages. Um, English is one language, the one that you and I are speaking right now, mm. but the other language is uh, around emojis. Um, emojis tend to drive significant uplift in engagement and purchase intent according to Adobe's um, uh, you know, emoji trend report. So now that we know, and, and it makes sense because we're visual people, we're cavemen at the end of the day. The reason why you know Pinterest did really well, why Instagram did really well, now TikTok, is because we are visual people. More than text, we want to see pictures, we want to see videos, and emojis are kind of the hybrid of the two in the field of, in the context of uh, the text communication. So we essentially said, how do we map the entire language to figure out the, the correlation of this emoji to this hashtag to this word to that emoji to that emoji to this hashtag we essentially built a beautiful map which uh, you can see on our website and we said okay we're going to use this to drive the autocomplete capabilities so like gmail and a bunch of other companies have autocomplete which tend to find the next best word based on what you're typing we're not only doing that <clears throat> in a unique way but we're also finding the next best emoji based on what you're typing the next best hashtag the next best image based on what you've typed in so far and that itself is like a huge piece of our IP in terms of what accelerates an underdog, a small business owner who doesn't have a degree in what they're, uh, what they're trying to promote in, uh, you know, in, in marketing specifically. Um, and it just gives them the upper hand that, you know, against those unlimited marketing budgets. So tell me this, when I think of how I'm going to grow my business every yep. probably quarter, I might miss one quarter a year, but I try to do it every, every single quarter. I'll draw a quadrant and I'll put K-A-R-E mm -hmm. and K stands for keep, attain, recapture, and expand. And I just <laughs> write the accounts, the accounts I want to keep, the accounts I want to retain, the accounts I want to yep. expand, and the accounts I want to keep, attain, recapture, yep. expand. You, you, get, you get the point. Um, yep. I'd like to focus on attain, specifically that, that, that section of the quadrant. What is it that over the last 12 to 18 months that you've done to attain net new accounts? Is it paid social? Is it influencers? Is it talks? Is it expos? Is it cold calling? Give me a kind of a broad overview of exactly how you go yeah. and attain new logos. 
It, it's it's honestly the community that we've been building on Facebook. Um, we have a community where, and this is like, this is a little surprising. It's not only surprising that my competitors, um, which we have a lot of respect for, they are they have a dashboard that looks very archaic, looks very old, does not mm. have any ounce of an intelligence baked into it. Um, beyond that, they also don't have a community. They don't have a sense of community where you and I can say, hey, um, Mr. You know, social media scheduler uh, or Mrs. Social media scheduler, can you add this feature, this feature, because that's how my small business needs, you know, could use that and et cetera. There's no community where you can have a two-way conversation. Um, so we have a Facebook group called Content Masters and anyone can join, whether you're a customer or a prospect um, or just an entrepreneur online. And we literally ask you every single day to let us know what features you want us to build, what's working for you, what we can upgrade and we can polish. Um, we love critiques. Anyone who criticizes anything or anyone in the group gets kicked out immediately. But critiques are always welcome. You know, valid, you know, uh, explanations of how we can make something better, how we can improve something. Um, those things are always welcome. And that actually has a direct impact on our roadmap. So the next integration we come up with, we will either come up with the integration ourselves and ask about it, whether it's, you know, valid, if it's, you know, needed or not, or if the integration as a suggestion then it gets added automatically to our roadmap which all of our customers can see in their settings page on their dashboard and see as those integrations are coming about into their into their memberships um, so that has actually been huge because not only are people referring one another into the group they're uh, also seeing that we're raising capital in equity crowdfunding and promoting the campaign in the group because again those are our customers. We want them to be shareholders um, and have promised shares in the company. Um, and the third thing is paid advertising, but the other one is podcasting. Like this example here, someone's going to hear it. Someone's going to, you know, see the 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 um the you know our interview online, and they're mm -hmm. going to say, "Wow, I'm an underdog. I want to learn about Hello Wolfie. I want to learn about Rihanna about how he connects other small business owners and helps them reach a, a new height in their in their you know ladder of success." Um, and that's been that's been pretty big. And Clubhouse, lastly, the Clubhouse has been pretty big for us as well. Getting on stages and speaking, dropping value or gems, as they call it, I call it marshmallows, um, and hosting our own rooms. That's been great from a capital raising perspective. We raised about a hundred thousand or so, give or take, in the last campaign, purely from Clubhouse, yeah. and uh, and and also has been a great means of sales for us. People just go get into our funnels and then they upgrade and obviously buy. I'm going to leave links to your LinkedIn, the hellowoofy.com website. You've mentioned earlier on the WeFunder link yep. as well. I, I have the exact nice looking one that you put on your LinkedIn. I'll copy and paste that. Sure. Um, what are some of the things that you see other SMB owners do when it comes to marketing that you feel is potentially holding them back to where they could be? They could be 2x, 3x growth if they were to yeah. kind of overcome those blind spots. Yeah, that's a great question. I and I hear it uh, quite often. And when that, when and people say, "Oh, I'm not good at social media. Oh, social media isn't my thing. I I tend to do things more um, old school way." Well, uh, th those were the same people in in the 1900s who said, "No, I don't think the car is really going to take off. Ford doesn't have a real business. I'm going to continue, you know, raising horses. I'm going to continue building wagons and." And et cetera, et cetera. Well, fast forward 100 years, you know where those individuals are. Either they refine their training, they learn new skills, or they just went off to the wayside and um, and didn't have any impact on history. So same thing today. When a new tool comes out, like Clubhouse, a new tool, like we're working on something which is very cutting edge called smart speaker marketing. There are about half a billion, give or take, Alexa speakers around the world. We're working with the Alexa team to allow anyone to broadcast directly into their customers and followers' living rooms. 
Now, me dropping that gem or marshmallow, whatever you call it, call it here on this podcast, should set off ears and uh, you know alert signals everywhere on whoever's listening to say, okay, I need to be on smart speakers. I need to learn about smart speaker marketing. I want to be the first one to get in on that because we're built baking in e-commerce capabilities. We're baking in live, you know, uh, live streaming capabilities, uh, the ability to schedule posts and well ahead of time using Hello Wolfie and pinging those speakers with content to remind them, hey, Rian Lanigan is about to go live with a special guest with a 30% off offer that will never be uh, heard of ever again if you don't tune in. That Those are the capabilities that we're working on. Um, we also have an augmented reality version where you can literally see all of your marketing content before you and say, oh, I like this is coming out tomorrow. This is coming out tomorrow. I don't like this coming out tomorrow. I'm going to push it over virtual uh, in augmented reality and then tap on this one and send it uh, to post to Instagram immediately. So it's like little things like that, I hope. And then the, the, the unfortunate truth is that only 2%, maybe 1% of the person that hears this podcast will actually take action um, and really change their marketing game. And the, the rest of the individual will do the same thing that they've been doing again and again. Um, and that's that's the truth when you said the amazon alexa device that's like smart speaker technology yeah uh, smart speaker marketing maybe yeah you, you, what you call it like i still can't wrap my head around that so can you break that down so, what what that is yeah so the way the um, devices work is very similar to the iphone when the iphone first came out it was a it was a hardware with a piece of software baked into it which is the operating system we call it ios then they came up with the store called the app store the apple app store and and they were like okay we're going to allow developers to build on top of this ecosystem so more people download apps and everything that you used to get on a cd was turned into an app right you didn't you know you didn't install software you installed apps so the amazon app store has the same approach. They have skills, which is one thing, and they have apps, which are essentially Android apps modified for the Fire TV or the Echo Show. These are different kinds of products on the Alexa platform. And uh, it costs a lot of money to build an app or a skill that is comparable to a Netflix or Hulu that broadcast, gives you a whole library of content, gives you analytics, a whole nine years. It's very expensive. You, you can build skills and apps for a few thousand dollars, but if you legitimately want to compete with a streaming platform like that and have your own, like you could have your own with all your marketing skills and small business skills uh, or tips and tricks, um, it'll cost you a lot of money. So we've already done that. We spent 50 grand, 100 grand to do this, to allow you to, all you have to do is go into Hello Wolfie and say, this is my title. This is my description. This is my background, logo, color, the whole nine yards. Go and then hit submit, and we automatically generate an app or a skill for you. And then you can then use Hello Wolfie to schedule to the app or skill, plus Facebook, plus Twitter, plus LinkedIn, the whole nine yards. And and you can just have to tell your audience to, hey, go ahead and download the Rand Small Business Hacks app. And voila, in two seconds, you'll be on their screen with links with the ability to hold up your phone and call Rian if you have a sales team. Um, you know, you, say, you could be like, hey, this is a quick tip from Arjun or Mark Cuban. But if you want to learn more, hold up your phone, call, give us a quick call um, while we're here alive or give us a quick call to my sales team and we'll get you into the course that we're offering for $99, originally nine, $9,000, whatever you want to call it. But it's e-commerce, it's infomercial, but for the underdog. You don't have to beg and borrow QVC or, you know, shopping network, home shopping network, or any of these TV channels that are Goliaths to put your content on, you put your products on, put your services on. You could do it with your hundred followers, your hundred customers. That's all you need for most small businesses. Mm. Imagine a lot of people have uh, a device. Uh, I'm not going to say it because it's, you can probably see it over there in the yeah. corner. If I say yeah. it, it'll wake up and also a fire TV as well. And I was, I know all my friends and family do. Yeah. Um, I have 11. 
11. Wow. I think that's right. I haven't heard people have had 11 before. <laughs> you must just have one in every single room of the house. Um, I, actually, I actually saw them have two or three, but we would test, do a lot of testing, so it, it helps. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. We're coming near the end. I've got a couple more questions for you. You have an affiliate program. Um, we do. I've, I've not had the opportunity to ask someone who has had an affiliate program, one, why do they have an affiliate program, and two, how has it helped them grow? Yeah, it's a great question. We do believe that our biggest, um, you know, uh, ambassadors or biggest supporters and, and lovers of the platform are our own customers, right? Also the mm. investors, but more specifically the people who use the software day in and day out. And we turn those into investors through equity crowdfunding in many cases. So typically what we say in our sales, uh, sales pitches is, hey, Ran, hey, Bob, hey, Sarah, thanks so much for taking a look at the demo and on how our, you know, our platform can help you uh, really take your business to the next level with Spark Marketing. Make sure you join the, the, soft, the software program for and, you know, whatever membership you pick, that's great. Um, make sure you join the affiliate program because there's a potential that you might know at least one or two other people that may benefit from this. So why don't you share the love and help them out with their underdog business? And third, invest in the company as low as $100 because as we scale, ideally you would appreciate and you would grow with us as well, no guarantees. But, you know, that's that's a way of us saying thank you for, invest, you know, being part of the company early on. And then as we scale, uh, we can say thanks from a, from a financial standpoint. But the, the, the part on the affiliate side, we say, is then if you become an affiliate, you have the opportunity to make, you know, some of it back or all of it back. Or then, you know, more of, even more than what you invested in the investment itself or in the cost of the subscription. So it's a win-win-win situation. We get an ambassador. We get a potential investor. We get a customer. And the lifetime value, as I mentioned earlier in the show, goes through the roof. And that's why we have an affiliate program. Interesting. Is there a tool out there that you can't live without? Is there a tool? Yeah, like uh, HubSpot CRM, uh, Loom video recording. I would say the Facebook app because Facebook if you join app. our Facebook, if you join our Facebook community, uh, the, the Facebook group Content Masters, and I get this every single day, multiple times a day, and people are saying, "How do you respond to everyone in video?" Because if a customer says, "Hey, you know, this happened to me. I need help, you know, fixing it," or this is an amazing, you know, uh, you know, recommendation for it, you know, for your roadmap. Can you add it to a roadmap? Um, or I'm so unhappy. This this happened to me. Can you, you know, I I I don't know what to do. I will actually go in in video formats, 20 seconds. The Facebook app allows you to do 20 second videos in the comments section. Mm. I will literally respond to everyone. In fact, not only the customers and the prospects in our in our Facebook group, I will actually go in our ads. Um, if you ever get an ad served by us, you will see that I have done a video response or a video, uh, you know, suggestion or something or the other, in uh, on the ad itself. And now, if you take a look at our competitors' ad, there is literally no one responding to any of the questions, any of the feedback, any of the you know comments. Um, we just we just keep us. We're just differentiated. We're just a categorically yeah. different company. I get that. And so second last question for you kind of ties in potentially you could, your answer could be your Facebook group, but how do you spot trends? Is it from listening to your prospects and clients in that Facebook group? Honestly, it's a lot of my imagination. I mean, the way we built this platform, you know, we just kept thinking about where the future of digital marketing is going and then making it super, super affordable for the underdog. Um, you know, we're, like I mentioned, we have a couple of products in our special special projects division on, in the works. One is the augmented reality. You know, how, where are we going with augmented reality? Well, I don't see any of our competitors thinking about that. They know, you know, HoloLens exists. They know, you know, the Oculus exists. But have you heard of a SaaS company and a marketing platform or an email provider, any of those companies, coming with a futuristic 
complete moonshot capability in virtual reality or augmented reality? And the answer is no. You do see this in automobiles industries from time to time, but then mm. those concept cars at CES, they completely never make it to the to the assembly line because it's mm-hmm. like, look what we can think of, but look what we can we cannot make <laughs> is, the, is the premise behind that. And we're about to ship something very cool that'll allow you to basically run the whole marketing camp, marketing uh, campaign in augmented reality. Um, we have a, another one that's coming out, which is kind of like a Zelda, or if you ever played RuneScape back in the day online, mm. um, we have a, a virtualized version, a 3D version of the entire platform. So you can actually wow. drive from the settings page. You can drive to the single post page. You can drive to the campaign editor. You can drive to the library, which is legit a library. It's just mm. going to be a fun way for you know all of our, our underdogs who work from home um, to use our platform. Just, yeah, we're weird. Again, <laughs> no creative again i will leave links to all the three things i've mentioned the we funder campaign your personal linkedin page and your website as well below but to wrap this up arjun the final question of this podcast is if you were the decision maker in adding a mandatory subject to the high school curriculum what would it be and why uh networking and uh, and being able to sell your idea and yourself in a in a in a meaningful way. Uh, one of the books that I love is by Grant Cardone, the the Closer's Survival Guide. Um, I also love Russell Brunson's Traffic Secrets and Expert Secrets. Those three books and many others, but those specifically, completely rewired my brain on how to sell, how to build funnels. And those funnels, by the way, could be in real life. It doesn't have to be a, a website. The, you, how you walk into a room and how you position yourself and then upsell yourself and then cross promote and or downsell. And, and then, you know, it, 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 you can have a funnel in real life. It's just about mindset. Arjun, CEO of Hello Wolfie. It's been an absolute pleasure spending the last 35 minutes with you. Uh, all links will be below whether you're watching, listening to this. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's just been a pleasure and, and I wish you continued success. Kick ass at the talk in December. <laughs> but for today, we'll leave it there. Beautiful morning. Beautiful morning, baby.